Hello, internet friends near and far. Uh, welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. Uh, it's a uh, it's a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation and then talk about it. And by me, I mean, uh, my name's Jeremy. And joining me from all the way across town is my friend, Jason. Say hello, Jason. Hello. Hey, how did, how did I do? So good. So oh, good. Awesome. You, you may Why, have recorded oh, a little early. And you may have gotten cut off. At the, um, so we'll we'll find out. We'll fix it in post. Right. We'll fix it in post. Why <laughs> why why are we doing it this way, Jason? Well, my uh, my failure this week is I uh, watched the wrong episode. So you watched the correct one, and I watched uh-huh. next week's episode. And uh, so, rather than not recording, we just decided, Jeremy. <laughs> Why don't you run this one, walk us through the episode, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it, and it'll be fine. Because you you know the episode. I've watched this episode a bunch of times. It's going to be great. What could go it wrong? Is, what could what could go wrong? Is any? I'm just before we start. Is anybody else really sweaty right now? No. I mean, okay. Of cool. the two of us, I am not sweaty. All right. I don't know why I'm just talking to a microphone. This is where I don't know. I'm just see it's already happening. I'm just I'm starting I'm starting sentences without any way out. Yeah. So what episode number is this? This is six episode what? This is technically episode three, but it's also episode four because they had the double episode. That's right. So that's right. Um, I don't even. This is starting off so strong. Yeah. It's uh, the the title of this episode is doppelgangers, and uh, yeah. It is a, uh, it's yeah, it's a good episode. I've seen this a bunch of times. So, um, Jeremy, what is a doppelganger? Oh, a doppelganger? That yeah. is that. Yeah, that's that's like your uh, your double, your body double. Yes. Um, I believe it's it's German for body double. That's accurate. I'm pretty think. sure. I don't speak German, but it sounds right. If, you know, more than sounding right, it feels right. <laughs> So that's all that's important. I'm just following my feelings through this episode. It's going to be great. Uh, So what, what happens in this episode, Jeremy? (laughs) Well, um, first of all, I can't find the stupid script thing that I've been looking for this entire time that you've been talking. So, okay. Well, uh, that can be fixed (laughs) real quickly. Um, So this episode from memory, Jeremy, let me know if I am, uh, remembering correctly for some reason i can't share this with you i don't know uh this episode is uh the part of the merger between pawnee and eagleton there are some redundancies in the different departments and so the parks department is coming together and they meet their corresponding worker on the other team from the eagleton and uh parks department and um yeah so that is what what these doppelgangers are um did you find you're doing a great that, job yeah you're this is for? yeah no you're nailing it okay. um well my numbers file is now frozen so <laughs> it's going great it's going great uh the uh, while we're uh, while i'm restarting numbers um have you ever had the experience where somebody said oh i met somebody who just looked looks just like you oh yeah all the time i get that i've for some reason 
I have gotten that many times and I don't know why. Um, you remind me of someone. You remind me of a cousin. You remind me of so-and-so. And I'm like, I, how many six and a half foot tall people do you know? I did. I, and I, maybe it's just not a height thing. Maybe it's a face. And yet I'm also one of the most forgettable people that people don't like, they will introduce themselves to me again. And I'm like, no, I, I met you. I met you two weeks ago. Don't you remember? <laughs> I'm again, that six and a half tall person. So it's like the height thing doesn't, doesn't sear me into people's memory. It's my beige personality that just fades into the background, I guess. Uh, yeah. So that, that's why I don't, how about you? Do you, you, you're a very, I feel like you're a very unique person. Like in, I don't oh, know, I've you. never met anybody. The, <laughs> I meant that in the, in the worst possible, in the best possible way. I've, I, I've never met anybody who goes, that's Jason. Like that is Jason. Yeah. Um, I have Has, had this experience anybody- before where people have said I was driving and I saw you driving a Mercedes and I have to look at them and say, I have never driven a Mercedes in my life. So that was not me. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what your problem is, but not me. But but, um, I've never uh, I've never had a face to face encounter with somebody who was like, oh, that guy kind of looks like me. (laughs) So or woman, that woman kind of looks like me Uh, when I would just feel really bad for her (laughs) and him. I them, whatever. Um, Yeah, it is a uh, yeah, but it's unnerving when somebody's like, I saw you and you're like, I know. You didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, so I have my document open again, Jeremy, and I'm going to try to share hey, Jason. it with you. Yeah. Jason. Yes, sir. I just found it. Oh, great. I just found it. Fantastic. All right, let's All right. start the episode. Are you ready? Five yeah, minutes take in. Take it away. All right. So there are, I believe, three three major plot lines, like in most mm-hmm. of the episodes. Uh, in this one, we have... Um, the like you said the doppelgangers we have the eagleton parks department are being absorbed into the pawnee parks department uh we have um let's see here ben and chris are axing the budget um they're reducing the budget down and having a great time and and having uh you know recalling how they used to uh do this together in other states and areas. And then there's the Anne and uh, Leslie side where they are getting, uh, Leslie's getting some bad news from her friend Anne. Um, mm-hmm. But along the way with the doppelgangers is like these little side stories, which I think this is why I like this episode so much because we get the two Rons, uh, which is really funny. We get Tom and Eric. Um, so all the, the whole doppelganger things breaks off into these small little stories and their, their own kind of threads throughout, uh, even though they, they weave back and forth. Um, so even Jerry has, a, I, I just think this is a really well written, uh, episode. So I'm just going to roll through it cause they kind of go, you know, back and forth. And, um, so we, yeah, basically we open in on, uh, the, the two kind of city council um, groups meeting and Leslie is saying, hey, uh, at uh, 12 o'clock this morning, uh, the city of Eagleton ceased to exist and was rebranded back into Pawnee um, and everything's back the way that it was, um, except that women can now and minorities can now vote and they have indoor toilets and no longer burn widows for learning arithmetic. Um <laughs> Let's hear. Leslie is going to be the merger czar, and uh, they're going to talk about their departments. And there's, there's two Eagleton departments that Pawnee doesn't have: the Department of Infinity Pool Design and the Department of Dressage. Which Alonzo gets a little uh, annoyed with that and says, "It's horse dancing, madam." 
And so, um, yeah. And then April tells them that Eagleton is now under martial law and that's the cold open. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there you Uh, go. I love that they, uh, have this infinity pool design department. (laughs) Yeah. Because how many infinity pools do you need? (laughs) Yeah. Like for the whole city. And I, I wonder, like I have a friend who's doing a remodel in Mount Lake Terrace and part of the remodel, um, project that was holding them up was their fence height around their house um, because they needed to replace part of the fence and they wanted it a little higher and the city said no and so the re like that's like a planning department and so mm-hmm. like the city <laughs> having a infinity pool design department like that's so many people are wanting to have a certain level of control over the dimensions of your infinity pool. <laughs> which, it's because Eagleton has a lot of people putting in infinity pools. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, right. you'd have infinity pools everywhere, which right. the very name infinity pool would mean that they are everywhere. There is no Just end keeps going. to an infinity pool. So how do you, how do you, rein that in that's the the real like existential question that the the eagletons were wrestling with and that's probably why they were broke like that yeah that's why they needed an entire department (laughs) around it yeah so yeah i do love have you ever been in an infinity pool oh no 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 yeah me neither no (laughs) no i've I've seen them i've seen like this is water and hotels and like music videos it's like even in a hotel, I don't want to go in a hotel pool, really, because that's where kids pee. I don't mm-hmm. need that. Mm-hmm. That's vacation, vacation soup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't even like hot tubs. So, I don't, if I don't it's to... my hot tub mm. that other people haven't been in. Which I had one when I was like a long time ago in high school, but we don't need to get into that. I, that they're very they're nice they're they're good for after you know exercise and when you just want to get away from everybody because nobody else likes hot tubs yeah <laughs> okay um, I, I, so. I just don't like them <laughs> i'm feeling like i'm i'm the soup so <laughs> it's you're being uh, boiled slowly yeah, you're the frog yeah, that, that's just me <laughs> so all right, so uh, then, um, yeah, they're, they're back in, um, um, back at the Parks and uh, Rec de- uh, Department, and uh, Leslie's telling everyone that they're going to be paired up with their equivalent in Eagleton. Donna's going to be with someone named Craig. April's going to be with someone named Tennifer. Ron is with a guy named Ron, and Tom's like, huh, no Tom Haverford equivalent. And then that's when he hears about Eric, who's supposed to be amazing. Uh, who's supposed to be a new fill and temp. And then Jerry comes back and everyone's like, Hey everybody. Or Jerry's like, Hey everybody. And everyone's like, no. And the best one is Ron is like, why Leslie? And Ron has a basketball for some reason. Uh, in this he one directs the and, park department. Well, sure. But he's just like <laughs> hanging out, like tossing a basketball back and forth. I don't know. Um, and there's boxes everywhere. There's just so many boxes. And so Leslie brings Jerry back out of retirement to help with the filing. And yeah. Leslie's like, welcome back, Jerry. And he's like thanks but because we're starting fresh i was wondering if you call me by my real name and april's like larry and he goes no it's not larry it's jerry no it's gary 
So he gets his own name wrong. Um, and April's like, your name, your name is Larry, Larry Gingrich. <laughs> um, come on. It's already hard enough for my family when you call me Gary. I mean, Jerry. And she's like, ha, classic Larry. And everyone's, they start to chant because this is the show where they chant a lot and they chant Larry. And he says, ah, geez. Um, so, yeah. So then Leslie lets them know that they're going to try to save as many jobs um, as they can, but they're going to have to lose some people because of the redundancies. And they're not sure who to keep um, because, yeah, they, uh, April, Tom, and Donna are the best three humans that have ever lived. And Ron is basically George Washington, but the Eagletonians are probably good too. Um, so, yeah, so, and then Leslie we cut is to. clearly leaning towards getting rid of all the Eagletonians. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. She, she wants to definitely keep her people that she likes the best Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then they cut to chris and ben and uh i i thought this was a really funny scene um they're in chris's office at 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 a table or something and um there's birthday decorations and hats and chris is like we're throwing a birthday for a new city happy birthday new pawnee and ben's like party's over and it tells that. them that you guys lost millions of tax dollars and you have to clean up this mess you've made. And the one of the Eagleton guys is like, you're not as nice as the other guy. And he's like, I don't care. And uh, then it cuts to Chris talking head. Um, they just had an amazing system where Chris pumped everybody up and made them feel awesome. And Ben would swoop in and slash their budgets to ribbons like a majestic alley-oop. Chris is like, you're amazing. And Ben would come in and dunk on them. You're all fired. Chris is like teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are times where the, I just love Ben Wyatt so much. And this is one of those scenes where party's over. <laughs> right. But she's in his actual wheelhouse. I mean, this is where he feels the most confident in my opinion. Right. And so he's, he can just be that guy. He's like, I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun place to be. Yeah. Versus trying to worry about other people's opinions. That's great. Yeah. Love it. Unlike when you're trying to show people your claymation and you're like, I don't know. You know, it's better than Avatar. (laughs) Uh, Which there's another Avatar coming out this Christmas season. Are you going to go? I need to get caught up on the first one. I didn't I didn't watch it yet. That's also in theaters right now. So you can spend two movie tickets to see two terrible movies and you, oh, you didn't like the it book first no it's so bad um it's so bad <laughs> did you like avatar did you ever see avatar i, I never saw that's what i'm saying i've never okay. seen it all right i thought you were saying i need to catch up because it's been so long oh just because i haven't seen I it no, no no i've never seen it out uh-uh. no <laughs> so. i heard it's like a it's like pocahontas yes and fern gully yeah have you sure. did you see fern gully i never saw fern gully oh my goodness it just sounded like a ditch full of ferns I'm like why do i want to watch that because <laughs> there's a talking bat <laughs> so, um yeah, yeah that's right, why anyway. i watched batman <laughs> okay man so, bat all right all right so then so then jerry is leaving his voicemail uh and he's his very outgoing uh, message, yeah his out, outgoing <laughs> message and he's very crestfallen that he has to leave it for larry gingrich um and so <laughs> and and it 
and basically they interview him and say, you know, when Leslie said, if I could come help, um, Gail and I were just getting to get on, uh, getting ready to get on a cruise to the Bahamas. And I said, Gail, put away the bikini because Pawnee needs me. And he's at the filing cabinet and he pulls out a banana that somebody forgot in there. And my guess it was Jerry because he's the only one who files. So pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And now comes funny. one of the best parts of the entire episode, in my opinion, yes. is we get Accurate. to meet, we get to meet Craig. Um, and, oh, I had my, my stuff up. Craig is played by, who's Craig played Billy by? Billy Eichner. Yes. Billy Eichner. Um, yeah. He is excellent for this role <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've never he, seen him he was do just, any yeah. other kind of role <laughs> so um yeah uh he's the librarian in bob's burgers and he's awesome in that he's well the voice uh, of the librarian yeah. in bob's burgers he's very very funny um but yeah Have you so seen billy on the street i've seen a couple of them yeah. yes that's basically really Craig funny as well. with a microphone and yelling at people. It's so great. <laughs> he's, I think he's a perfect addition. He's like that, that, you know, just enough of it. Too much of it is, is overbearing, but just enough Craig. And it just makes everything amazing. So yeah. um, Donna introduces herself and this in, instantly Craig is um, just loves Donna. And she goes, hi, I'm Donna. And he goes, oh, that is the perfect name for you. I love it. Never change it. And Donna <laughs> says, I wasn't. You're Craig, right? I was like, oh, yes, I hate that name. It's so boring. Sounds like someone's cousin, Craig. <laughs> I wanted to be in Spanish named Terrence, but that didn't happen. And she's like, okay. You know, even Donna is just taken back because Craig is so over the top. I love Craig. I remember the first time I saw this episode because of Craig. Um, and so she's asked, she's like, here's what I do. What did you do? He goes, I did everything. I carried the Eagle Tip department on my shoulders for years. And I loved every second of it. You don't even know. So it's just <laughs> over the top, Craig. He's, he's my favorite. Yeah, um, I do. But I love that line. It sounds like somebody's cousin. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but name, then if your dude. name's Craig, then you're not <laughs> somebody's, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, the, so then the, April gets to the meet normalness her. of being a cousin. <laughs> Craig does not want to have the normal name. Like, <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's so great. So great. Uh, April gets to meet her counterpart, uh, Tinnifer. Um, and with two Y's. With two Y's. Yeah, it's Jennifer with two Y's and two N's in the middle. Uh, it used to be Jennifer, and she decided to rebrand herself, and then she cuts herself off and says, hang on, it's Xanax o'clock. And we know April. You know, she's pretty standoffish. Uh, but as soon as she sees her little pillbox, and uh, she just – her whole countenance changes, and she's like, oh, I am so into whatever is happening right now because mm -hmm. you are insane. And uh, she takes on her, um, her personality to kind of mimic – kind of the Andy uh, from the office um, aspect of just, you know, mimic who they are. Um, right. And uh, but the big difference, though, is. Oh, she's mocking Andy, her for sure. Yeah. yeah. Andy's trying to suck up. Right. And April is trying to take them down a notch. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Tinnifer is absolutely oblivious, 100%, probably because of all the Xanax. Um, uh -huh. And so they start talking about, you know, she's complimenting on her dress and how 
cute uh, it is that it's bonks and that her uh, so then she, just April's so genius because she's using everything kind of against her. She was like, I, uh, Tennifer's like, I saw my spinning instructor wearing it and I was like, shut up. Where, and, and where did I get that? She goes, Oh my God, who's your spinning instructor? April's like, is it Gregory Winona? And he goes, I go to Giannis. Who are Gregory and Winona? I've never heard of them. Are they better? And, and April's like, Winona rocks my world. <laughs> and she's like, seriously, you got to give me an He's like, it's a must must. And then they cut to April. She goes, she's the worst person I've ever met. I want to travel the world with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. The the dynamic um of Tinnifer. She's she's like a terrible person. I totally agree with April. Like I, I would not want to hang out with this person at all. But like her uh devotion to a spinning instructor. Um <laughs> like even people with Peloton bikes, sure. And, like they have like their coach that they love to have. Um like People get really into these uh, these instructors. It's pretty weird. My my fear would be the mimicry of it all. And then April has an end game, which w- ends up working. But if I were to ever do that in real life, like I like I wouldn't want that person as an actual like I wouldn't want to keep that up forever. You know, right? Like the fear yeah. would be like they're like, oh, we're best friends now. I'm like, yeah, no, you missed the point of all of that. I was making fun of you. Right. And, or on the flip side, trying to win somebody over, like in the episode that I actually watched, uh, (laughs) then you have to figure out how am I going to get rid of this British accent in a cool, non freaky way. (laughs) So forward promotion next week. (laughs) So then Ron gets to meet his doppelganger, whose also name is Ron, whose last name is Dunn. And uh, Swanson asks him, is that your name or are you telling me you're finished? And Dunn says both. And Ron goes, Dunn and Don. And Ron says, I like Ron. Um, And this is where, and then we cut to Tom. Oh, sorry. Ron is played by Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I can't believe I left that out. Super macho uh persona sam elliott um mm-hmm. we got in, dueling mustaches yes. in the same office yeah and he is in so many westerns and just is like he's able to play like a tough guy really well um so mm-hmm. he's the cowboy in the big and one Lebowski. of the top <laughs> right one of the top 10 voices of all time in my opinion yes. yeah I could just Great read voice. the phone book yeah tell me more about the the ford escape ron or Sam <laughs> either one either one works yeah. um, what's that where were we I didn't say anything oh oh I thought sorry um, and then uh, and then now this is where Tom meets his his counterpart um, and uh, uh, Rajiv a character named Rajiv walks in and Tom's like hey well 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 you must be Eric he goes I'm Rajiv from from IT this is Eric and he holds up a little thumb drive and Eric Tom's like Eric's a computer program and it stands for the Eagle Reservation Information Center and uh, it does all the scheduling and Tom's like but that's my job and he goes you still have a human being in charge of booking tennis courts what is this 1990 I guess that explains the shoulder pads and then Tom and then Rajiv walks out and Tom takes his shoulder pads out and he goes, how did he notice these? So <laughs> one of the things I love about this scene is uh, the counterparts have been very visually similar in like mm-hmm. with uh, with April and and Ron's um, 
but now like Eric or Tom meets Rajiv and he's just as, as assuming, Oh, they also have an Indian guy. <laughs> right. And Rajiv is like, no, it's Eric. Eric is the computer program. I love it. It's just such a great twist. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Tom, poor Tom. Poor, um, poor Tom. Yeah. Tom will, Tom will solve the Eric problem. Oh, he so, does. Absolutely. Yeah, be great. Yeah. In a, in a great, great way. So then, um, yeah. So then Anne shows up to, uh, Leslie's office and wants to chat with her for a little bit. And, um, she goes, you know, so you could hear some things from me, verbal things from my mouth. Did that sound weird? And Leslie's like, are you okay? Um, and there sitting in front of her is Evelyn, who is the health department counterpart from Eagleton. And um, Evelyn says there wasn't a lot of work for me there because Eagletonians are very healthy. <laughs> and Leslie's like, wow, this could be a huge challenge because we have the first documented case of mega diabetes <laughs> and also the only known occurrence of Lou Gehrig's other disease. We've been written about in textbooks. <laughs> and so... <laughs> She she excuses Evelyn, and uh, uh, that's when Anne um, goes to and and drops some news on Leslie, and basically um, is that Anne's going to step down, and um, because her and Chris, based on last episode, they're thinking about moving and raising their child somewhere that is not the diabetes uh, capital of at least Indiana, and so um, and. Yeah, Leslie takes it about as we would expect. Um, very not childishly well. and not well. Yeah, she doesn't like this. She doesn't accept it at all. She's not happy for her friend, um, for her decision. She just feels betrayed at this point. Um, and so so anyway, and just tries to distract her several times, once with a huge plate of waffles that comes out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. And then also later with a Joe Biden on a horse that is uh, Joe Biden shirtless riding it a la uh, Vladimir Putin style. Um, and yeah, that uh, doesn't really work. And um, she, Leslie, kind of turns away and she's sulking. Um, yeah. Yep. And then so Leslie Leslie comes into the um let's see oh oh she comes she's talking with that's right she's talking with April and Tinnifer and um during this time Leslie is saying anything she's turning anything around to where she feels like she's being betrayed um but April is still just talking with Tinnifer uh, about their friendship and how awesome Tinnifer is and uh yeah, Leslie's like, it's so nice to see a, a blossoming friendship instead of it wilting away like a dying turd flower. And it was like, oh, totes. <laughs> and then they came up with nicknames for each other. And uh, how crazy, crazy amazing is that? What are their and, nicknames there, uh, there Jeremy? Oh, uh, Slut and Skank. <laughs> slut and Skank. What uh, and that's names. That's crazy amazing. Isn't that, Les? And he goes, you know what's crazy amazing? Commitment. And uh, I'm looking for someone who's in it for the long haul. And we're basically we're we're basically creating a new version of Pani and Pani is gonna commit to one of you. You need to commit to Pani. And um yeah, that's pretty much that part. And uh, so so then we cut to Donna and Craig, and this is this is an amazing, another amazing Craig scene. Um where basically Donna's trying to 
get a park somewhere to switch over to Bermuda grass. And, um, and she's like, I guess I can do that. It's only 80 cents more per square foot. And Craig goes ballistic and grabs the phone and, uh, I'm not going to do the whole Craig. Do you want to do, you want to do Craig's, you want to do Craig's lines? Yeah, Yeah. go for it. Yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You want me to put Bermuda grass in a continental climate that's a six on the Beaufort scale in a park with zero drainage? I want Kentucky bluegrass. I want 10% discount. And I want you to apologize to my best friend, Donna. How's that? Yeah. Hi. Is there, and I'm just guessing here, uh, some kind of medication that you maybe need to take a lot of or have none, taken none today. Uh, he goes, oh, I have a medical condition. All right. It's called caring too much and it's incurable. <laughs> also, also i have eczema <laughs> oh man i uh i hope listener that, that i was, that was fantastic destroy your headphones because i was actually moving away from the microphone <laughs> as best i could to uh to not over craig you so yeah you're on, on the recording your waveforms was just a wall it's just, it a, just a, a wall a of redacted, sound like a redacted <laughs> bar of, <laughs> like it's nothing here no that was great it was perfect that was fantastic all right I love um, craig. yeah craig's great it's called uh, and too this, much it, and it's incurable <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap for half an hour. No, 45 minutes. Um, that's another episode. Anyway, uh, and then so and then Leslie and Ron have their and, and Ron have their sit down and they get to know each other a little bit more. And this is where this is where the the, the walls come crumbling down around Ron Dunn for Ron. The shine, the shine comes off a little bit. Yeah. And um, Leslie asks him to, to talk about himself and he loves outdoor and nature. Ron's like, yeah, cool. Amen, brother. And he, uh, he's a big believer in environmental convers- conservation and cut to ron he's like wait what and recycling (laughs) and composting and the like and he goes i'm a yoga nut and i'm a nut nut and ron is just not having it he goes they make a delicious milk man (laughs) he goes i'm vegan of course uh slowly working towards full freaking vegan and ron says what in god's name is freaking vegan and leslie answers the question for him you only eat vegetables that have been thrown out of other people's dumpsters and that's when ron notices his footwear he goes what is that on your foot sir he goes, these are my trusty sandals. I believe every man's feet should remain uncaged. Same goes for all chickens. And this is where Ron, Ron is done with Ron. Done. Um, <laughs> done. He's done with done. Um, so, yeah. Um, I love that Leslie, oh. though, is like, would you be opposed to signing an official loyalty pledge to our new town? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. She's bringing this whole loyalty thing. She's got these contracts now that she wants everybody to sign. And uh, Ron Dunn is like, as long as the towns are open to, to open to the ideals of communal living and everyone pitches in towards a common good. Uh, in the immortal words of Cat Stevens, if you want to be free, be free. Cut to Ron Swanson. I no longer like Ron. He's <laughs> he is he is done. Um, yeah. And then cut back to Tom, um, who's working with Eric and it's an amazing program. It's fast, it's fun and easy to use, but there's one thing, no man or machine can beat Tom Habford at, uh, talking mad trash till I get what I want. And th- so he's got all of these old props, like, um, you know, dirty magazines and open bags of chips that he spills everywhere. And, uh, and he leaves him out on his desk like there's this person who's just a slob and talks to Leslie and says, this guy, Eric, is a disaster. And he's, he's like, and Leslie's like, what do you mean? He's like, he just has a bad attitude. Um, oh, I hate this place. Get me out of here. That kind of thing. Very unreliable. 
and racist. Um, and I think he may have been to jail, although, you know, maybe those just regular face tattoos. So really talking some trash about this non-existent person. Um, but Tom's like, you know what, let me see if I can turn him around. You've got a lot on your plate, Leslie. And thanks Tom. You're the best. Um, and then now we're back to Ben and Chris and talking to the, uh, the old Eagleton government and they're slashing things in the, the budget. Um, they had 400 Segway scooters. Um, they're, those are gone. Uh, you had ben is just like, <laughs> sell them. They're gone. <laughs> yeah, sell them. Uh, you had six full-time baristas on the payroll. The baristas, gone. As are the masseurs and the full-time barista who provided coffee for the masseurs. <laughs> uh, which I just think is really funny. That's not included in the six full-time baristas. That's no. the seventh one, I <laughs> yeah. feel, right? That's, That's the, the masseurs barista. Ma- the masseurs barista. Um, and this is when Chris is just like, man, this is so great having the the band back together. You know what? It's time for some celebratory lunges. And as he's doing the lunges, he's about six inches every lunge from Ben's face as he lunges in. And Ben's just, yeah. he's in his zone. Like, they're, they're clicking at the highest level at this part. Um, and now this is a really cool part, too, because Leslie and Donna are talking about the cutbacks. And Leslie's like, we're going to have to make some of these cutbacks. And she goes, I mean, your job is secure. But I, I think uh, Craig's going to have to go. And she's like, and Donna's like, no, man, you, you got to keep him. I mean, I know that he's intense, but I've never met anybody who cares more about this job. And Leslie's like, uh, takes offense to that. I'm right here. And Donna's like, no, 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 seriously, he might care more than you. And she goes, honestly, if I had to choose between him and me, I'd choose him um, to leave. And she's like, what are you saying? Are you thinking about leaving? She's like, I wasn't planning to, but I could. You know, I got the condo in Seattle, the fiance in Denver. Wait, what? No, don't worry, it won't last. So, <laughs> and has she talked about the condo in Seattle before? Oh, that's right. She loves the rain in the fish market. Yeah. yeah. She has not mentioned the fiance in Denver. No. This is, this is a new little new wrinkle. Uh, Always a new detail. wrinkle, Donna. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and Cherry through the window goes, Leslie, I would be happy to work, uh, go back to retirement if it helped, um, if you have to cut the staff. And, uh, and, She's like, what? Even Larry wants out. What's happening? And she just gets offended because she feels everyone's abandoning her, mostly yeah. stemming from her, what she feels is this betrayal from, from Anne. It's all <clears> Anne's <throat> fault. Right. And that's when I'm Anne, with April. <laughs> what? All, it's all Anne's it's fault. It's all Anne's fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when Anne actually comes in and she says, dude, you're mad at me. Don't take it out on everyone else. Uh, it's not fair. And she goes, I'll tell you what's not fair. I'm going to have to watch the Oscars with Ben alone this year. And remember that Angelina Jolie dress thing he had. And I quote, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) So Leslie's already thinking ahead to everything that she's going to miss out, um, with, um, when Anne's gone. So that's really, that's really sad. Um, one of the worst things to do, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. to think about how everything is going to go wrong. Because you will miss all the things that go right. Yeah, Leslie, but then you're ready. You're ready for all the things when they actually like. Because then, if they don't happen, then like the worst case scenario, right? Yeah, but if you are only looking for the worst case scenario all the time, you're going to miss all the good things that are happening right in front of you. You're going to miss the opportunity, Leslie, to hang out with Anne in these last few months because you're only thinking about the times you're not going to be able to hang out with Anne. So just hang out with Anne. That's what I have to say. That's about true. It. Uh, no, I like it. I, yeah. You tell them. You I tell will. them. I'll tell this show that's multiple <laughs> years old. So so then they get together in um, uh, Leslie's office. It's Ron, April, and Tom. And she's basically trying to get them to uh, sign these, these contracts. And they're like, dude, you are – you're crazy. You've gone over the top and nobody wants to uh, sign these contracts. Yeah, it's, 
it's a 50 year commitment, blah, blah, blah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so then she's like, you know what? Well, fine. Then I'll just make new friends. And so she goes, she gets all the Eagletonian people into the conference room and she opens with giving them some cookies. And, um, she goes, I made cookies with Pawnee's original town colors of blue and yellow. However, I didn't have yellow frosting, so I had to use mustard, but don't worry. I put tons of sugar on them. So it'll even (laughs) out in sugar mustard. Um, so so gross. Uh, Ron doesn't want any too sweet uh, for him. And uh, so basically, she's trying to force this whole friendship thing. What's your story, mm-hmm. new Anne? You're kind of pretty. Um, talking to um, Evelyn, the nurse. Um, thanks, but I don't work at this department. Um, shut your kind of pretty mouth and eat a mustard <laughs> eat, cookie. Eat, eat a mustard cookie. <laughs> um, so then they try to. She tries to get to know everybody, and. Uh, and then becomes friends and Craig goes, I don't have time for this. I'm halfway through designing a bamboo gazebo as a tribute to the founders of Motown. Let's <laughs> just that's so Craig. <laughs> I don't even know what that would look like, but I want to see it. Because if Craig like just the way Craig approaches life, I really want to see his I really want to see his uh tribute it would, bamboo gazebo. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. And I mean completely like over the top and unneeded, but amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, and at this point now, Ron's getting involved and drags her out and said, you're done. You you got to go. Um, and uh, at this point, we cut back to Chris and Ben, and they basically said, hey, let's – this has been awesome. Do you guys – do you want to go get um, – do you want to get dinner like we used to in the olden days after one of these things? They're like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Um, And then, so they've got a a plan to go hang out. And Chris says, you know who I'm going to use to calculate tax and tip? And Ben's like, me? And it (laughs) it is. It turns out it's it's Ben. Yeah, Um, because he's good at the math. Yeah. Uh, and then cut to Jennifer and April. Um, They're hanging out in the courtyard and they're getting like just basically a spa day and Jennifer's like, I'm having so much fun. And this is where April gets her enacts her end game and says, dude, you do not want this job because it's the pits. And Leslie's going to be like, blah, blah, blah. And you'll be like, Ugh. and she's like, okay, can I, I love this. Can I say something? Um, right now, I think you're right. And I've been thinking about, um, going someplace while my husband's jail and April's like, Oh my God, can I just say something? And Timber's like, yes. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so funny. It's, it's like an aggressive, like, yeah, dude, don't hold back. And April's like, okay, you should totally stay at my house in Miami. What? And she goes, I'm serious. Come by anytime. Just let yourself in. Although the gate does stick sometimes, but you can just jump it. Um, and Jennifer's like, you're so amazing. You're like a skinny mother Teresa. <laughs> and cut, cut to April um, talking to the, the camera, talking head. And she goes, it's Dwayne Wade's house. And I got his address off the internet. I really hope he's there when she walks in and she and he throws a basketball at her head. <laughs> Um, so now Ron and Leslie are talking and he's like, what is wrong with you? She's like, I don't need to explain myself with you. I'm the czar. I can do as I please. And Ron's like, just cut, cut the crap. Like what, what's going on? And, and basically this is where Leslie finally becomes real and says, Anne's trying to leave. Um, and, uh, um, Oh, shoot. I lost my spot here. Oh, just like that. And she wants to talk to me about it. I don't even know what to say. And Ron is like, dude, that you love her and that you understand this her life and juggle for them never change things. Like, whatever. I don't even need her. I got Tennifer now and Craig and Eric and the racist drug dealer who I've never met. And uh, those are real friends. And Ron's like, you can't force friendship. Um, it takes time. 
And he goes, I thought I had a friend once. And it turned out he was the single worst person I've ever met. And the camera pulls back and Ron Dunn is sitting in the corner, like doing some meditative yoga. And mm-hmm. he says, I agree with Ron. It's like Maz once said, hold on to your friends. And uh, it's very, I, I just, that's again, one of my favorite like practical effects with the camera is there's a conversation. We pull back, there's somebody else in the room uh, that's either being talked about or shouldn't be in the room to begin with. Um, and Rust Development did that really, really well. Um, and so basically they fire Ron Dunn uh, or let him go. And uh, Ron gives one last piece of advice, which I think is pretty great. You're, you're, the, you're the advice guy, Jason, why don't you, what was Ron's, Ron's advice? Uh, Ron Dunn's Ron Dunn. Yeah. The Taurus and Capricorns never mix, do they? Just remember Ron giving in to hate. is like drinking salt water. The thirst only grows worse. <laughs> Leslie, remove this man before I commit an act of violence against him. <laughs> and Ron, and there's this final little shot back. He's like, whatever you do. I won't fight back. And he just gives so the peace sign. <laughs> it's so, so good. I was watching this episode with my kids, and that's when Emma just turns to me and goes, I like that, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the, the funny thing is, like, you're not supposed to like that, Ron, because you, you're supposed to like our Ron. This Ron is wrong, but he's so nice and kind and everything opposite of the Ron that we've always loved. So it really puts us in a, in a bit of a bind. Yeah. There can only be two Rons. Yes. True. Uh, yeah. So then Tom, Tom and, uh, Tom's being, Tom goes back to, uh, well, basically we cut back to Tom and he's talking about Eric and Eric is gone. He's been replaced by Tom, the town wide organizational matrix. So basically he has leveraged, he's gotten Eric, quote Eric fired and now Tom is there and he's not only has he gotten rid of his own doppelganger uh which never existed but he now has his job is like 10 times easier because he has a new computer program to do his job for him right which will really help when he's starting to launch his new businesses <laughs> exactly um <laughs> and then uh again Tom and Craig I just got to go through this because it's so fantastic um Donna's like or sorry Donna and Craig and Donna's Donna's asking Craig, he's like, do you have any big plans? He goes, no, I've got a ton of work to do. Plus I've got 13 months of episodes of Scandal. And Donna's like, um, Scandal's my favorite show. I love every character. And they both at the same time, except for Melly. And of course you do. You like Scandal because you're amazing. I love you. No matter what happens with job, I'll always love you. And he bumps into Tom and, and uh, he goes, excuse me, who even are you? And then walks out because like Tom's been non-existent the entire time. So Craig's already like asserting himself as somebody like, I don't, he's so great. He's, I don't even, this place. I run this place. I would watch, I would, yeah, I, yeah. He needed his own like spinoff or something. Um, And then now we cut back to the restaurant with Ben and Chris and uh, yeah, he's like, how's your salad? Uh, And Chris says, well, it's called the good earth salad, but it's really, it's just cheese, toffee and gummy bear worms, which I had never heard that term before a gummy bear. I I get it because gummy bears, but they're just, I was gummy worms, right? Just call them gummy worms. You weirdo. But I do think though, for a character like Chris Traeger, he might not Mm -hmm. know what to call that. Because he sure, probably had true. been exposed to gummy bears, <laughs> but now it's in worm form. So it's worm like, form, I don't know yeah. what this is. So it works for Chris. It does. But it, does. it works for Chris. Uh, speaking of gummy candies, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you on like, the peach rings? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh man, peach ring. yeah. My my wife loves peachios, uh, peach rings, and I get I, I'll eat them every once in a while, and I'll have the first one, and by like the second or third one, I go, this just tastes like gummy dirt, like peach flavored dirt. Hmm. Okay, where were you? I I don't generally like crave any kind of gummy candy, uh-huh. but those those gummy ring, those gummy peach rings. They they got a spell on me, man. I I can't stop eating those. <laughs> so it's like I can't have those around. Um, but yeah, because you're, you're just gonna eat them all. Yeah, like gummy worms and gummy bears. I I know I like, but I don't buy mm-hmm. them because I like them too much. Uh, but like a yeah, those peach rings when they when somebody brings them to to hang out or something, it's like uh oh. <laughs> Not today, Jason. Be strong. <laughs> Don't embarrass your, yourself and your family by eating all of those. <laughs> cut, to, cut to Jason with 10, 10 PTOs on each finger, like one on each finger, like he's wearing rings. <laughs> I have the power. Yeah. You know, one of it's the like, biggest disappointments Jason, about growing up is when you, you can no longer couldn't fit really, candy on your. <laughs> no, olives. <laughs> like you can't, like I, I can't fit olives on my fingers anymore. Like, and then like we're keep destroying all these olives. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, what, what, why am I even doing this anymore? What's this for? <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah. There's a lot of disappointments about growing up, but that's one of them. <laughs> Maybe we should make a brand of like adult sized olives. No, I don't think that's a good sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on. Like, like, like for, yeah, that could get bad quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do love that this uh, uh, Chris's Good Earth salad though is just candy and cheese, <laughs> so and toffee. I, it's so gross. Yeah. Like it's not even candies that go together. Like gummy bear worms well, and toffee. Oh. Is there cheese? <laughs> like, what's the cheese there for? for? Health. Yeah, it's that's the, the dairy food. I uh, <laughs> when it comes to Chris uh, Halloween time. We, you know, there's usually mm-hmm. extra candy around. Um, and I like to do what uh, I like to make a thing called a candy salad, <laughs> which I'll open all kinds of different stuff and put it in a bowl <laughs> and eat uh, random candies um, as they as they come about, you know, candy salad. You're a madman. I love it. Like, do you now I got I got to ask, like, do you separate them by like kind and flavor or do you just throw like M&Ms in with Skittles? Like, oh. Uh, well, I generally avoid Skittles altogether uh-huh. um, because they're they're too they're they're too much of a variable in are they super crunchy or extra chewy? <laughs> like bag to bag, I don't even know. So, um, like I don't I don't want a jawbreaker Skittle, and too often I've been I've been hurt too many times, and so I uh, I try to avoid those. Um, do you unwrap? But, do you unwrap each of the Starburst and throw it in there? Like oh, what are you also, throwing? What are you putting really in? Eat Starburst. So it's mainly like wow. it's it's probably mostly a chocolate based salad. Uh, so okay, <laughs> I have my uh, my M and M's, uh, Reese's uh-huh. pieces, and then like I'll throw in like a couple of fun size Snicker bars. Um, if I can get a a, a a take five, a fun size take five. Oh my goodness, those are so good! Mm-hmm. I'll throw those in. Yeah, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. What about hundred? <clears throat> what about hundred grand? I don't really like caramel in my chocolate like that. Like the ch- caramel and the rice. I don't like that combination because that's the hundred grand bar, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah. Wow. 
I just I thought I knew you need to think you know someone. And... I'll eat them, but I don't think it really goes in with, in my salad very well. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I, I see. Yeah. Well, much like I mean, well, that's the end of this one. But but uh, <laughs> that's um, the end of this one. <laughs> that, that, no, 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 no. That's that's sorry. I meant the segment with Ben and Chris because I was well, I was going to try it's... to bring it around, but it ended up being the end part. But there's a little bit of middle part that we got to get to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, because <laughs> Chris tells that Ben, like, hey, we're thinking about leaving, right? Isn't this right, where the. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, here and Ben's we like, see... this makes me kind of sad, but also very, yeah. very, uh, very happy for you. Yeah. This is what we call an emotional or a, a mature response <laughs> from Ben. I'm sad, but I'm happy yeah. for you. Look how quickly he got there. But I also like this, this part. This, in, in the middle, it's just really funny because they're talking about how, like, you know, this is kind of depressing, you know, because now that I think about it, it was depressing. But then Chris is like, well, it was only depressing because we didn't have anybody, but we have people now. And he goes, yeah, like, you know, remember, you know, we'd go to town, fix problems, go back to the rundown motel. He goes, yeah, you'd exercise. And I'd rewatch Twin Peaks and hit the message boards and read the secret diary of Laura Palmer and find Easter eggs I'd missed. <laughs> like, yes, dude. Oh, man. So great. But now they have Ann and Leslie. And um, that's where he says, yeah, we're moving. We might be moving somewhere by Michigan. And he's he's happy for and Ben's happy for his friend because mm-hmm. he's he's a good he's a good friend. And uh, then Chris finally finds something healthy in his salad, a cherry tomato. Nope. A gumball. So nothing, nothing healthy whatsoever inside of it. Oh, so gross. Gumballs are also gross. Never, Gumballs have you ever had a gross. gumball where you're like, man, this was a good idea. That, that was a well-spent quarter. <laughs> no, because after you get done almost breaking your tooth and then you finally get to the flavor portion of it, it's gone seven seconds later. The flavor. Yeah. It's just now gum. It's awful. Yeah. Awful. Where, where do you land on jawbreakers? I always like jawbreakers, such a weird thing. Like as a kid, I always wanted a jawbreaker. Then you get one, you're like, these are dumb. Like the big like ones. The, the big ones will rip your tongue apart. Yeah. The big, huge ones. Yeah. I hate, I don't, right. I don't like them. And the small ones. Plus. It's like a, it's like a job. And now I'm working on this all day. Oh. <laughs> I know. And you got to keep checking to it do. to see what, what color am I at now? Cause it didn't taste, it didn't taste any different. No. Yeah. And that's the, really the big scam that, uh, candy manufacturers have foisted upon all of us. It all tastes the same. Big candy as you will. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, I know. I remember. I I remember like when I figured out that Mars Snickers and Three Musketeers was basically just the same candy bar with one extra ingredient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and you feel like, wait a minute, is this what business is? <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, look at your iPhone. <laughs> it's your iPhone and somebody else's iPhone. Same ingredients, just kind of mixed around a little bit. Wait, so. this is a camera and an iphone and or and a yeah, phone you've got the, and you've an got the iTunes, fun size you've got the party size player. you've got the family right? pack yeah it's it's all the same there it, everything comes back to once they they crack the code on fun size candy capitalism as we know it like has been yeah, exploiting us all the time look at taco bell's ingredients i love right? taco bell <laughs> beans meat cheese lettuce tomato yes tortilla What's it. it? What's a tostata? <laughs> What's a burrito? I went to That's Taco Jim Bell Gaffigan this week. For those. Uh, wow. Oh, I, are you okay? Yeah. You were here. Good. It was so good. I, um, yeah. You made it. I, 
I, I loved it. And then I forgot that there's a new 24 hour burrito stand. Like, <laughs> like two blocks away from Taco Bell. I was like, why do I keep going to Taco Bell? Um, let me go to the burrito stand. Wait, where's also I, I, on one ninety six? Where's this at? Yeah, uh, by Fred Meyer. If you go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it used to be Dave's Burgers. Now it's burritos. I don't know what happened to Dave, but wow, it's burritos now. It's like Mexican right, 24, food. That's so. it's good to know. It's good to know. Twenty four hour options. Well, there you yeah. go. You ever in Linwood, Washington? Twenty four hour burritos. Yeah, if you get off of I-5, if you're heading north, get off at 44th Street exit and take a left, go under the freeway, and then it's three stoplights, uh, and then it's going to be on your right. You're going to go pull into a parking mm-hmm. lot that has Lover's uh, package, or is it, I don't know, Lover's in there. Uh, so just park as far away as you can from there and go to the burrito stand. It's a walk-up or a drive-thru, um, but I have found that eating tacos while driving is difficult. <laughs> so it's better have to you- just park and eat. What have I? What? No, no. It's like you can walk through, so you've been there, and you can just walk through because a lot of drive-through places won't serve you. Yeah, it's got a, a walk-up window for your health um, and safety. And you're like, dude, I'm at a Wendy's. Why, why do, you, do you think I'm concerned about my well, health and safety? That's a little different because that's that window is for is only for cars. And so they have an inside. What's option. the difference? What? It's a window. It, it's a window. What does it matter? Well, like if the lobby's closed, but if the lobby's closed, it shouldn't matter. Serve me. I have money. If the lobby is closed, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I want to walk there for my health and then get a frosty. I should be able to walk up to the window and get one because I have money, and that's how business works. Yeah, you've really, um, you really have put yourself in a corner here on this one because you're never going to do that. (laughs) I know you, but I might. You never know. I don't know. I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm waiting for my oil to get changed. I have like a frosty and the lobby's closed. What happens? Mm. Denied. They'll say, come back when your car is ready. And treat, <laughs> I guess. Treat your car to a delicious frosty <laughs> as well. All right, fine. Fine. All right. Well, at the end here, um, we're, we're basically at the end. And Leslie and Anne are in her office. And... Um, um, basically, yeah. So Leslie says, uh, what I really wanted to say is I'm sorry that you're my best friend and the whole thing is just scary and confusing and that she loves her. Um, and I want to talk about this and whatever it means. And is that okay? And Evelyn says, yeah, I guess it's good. But again, I barely know you or Anne, so I don't have much to go off of. Again, so, this is a looking at Leslie in Anne's office. In Anne's office. Yeah. Cut back, like pull back. She's talking to Evelyn. <laughs> so yeah like it, it is a uh that that same trick that you love so much yeah and then so. and then she's like you are excused today can that was six hours well spent so <laughs> she's can. been practicing her speech with fake can this entire time and uh and that's when when leslie actually talks to real Anne, and you know that she's like hey i'm going to talk about it. is now a good time yes now is a great time and they sit on the bench that mark got her back in the day Mm-hmm. Rest, rest in peace, Mark, wherever you are. Yes. Khaki Mark pants. Mark Danikwitz. <laughs> That's it, man. That's pants. season six, episode four, Doppelgangers. Yes. Man, it is It is a good episode. Yeah, uh, it, only, it, is, it only notched uh, an 8.0 on IMDb. Yeah, which uh, 
I don't know. I feel like people later on in seasons, they generally start rating down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's always, always uh, a accurate representation. I think people kind of get to a point where like, I'm kind of done with this, but I, mean, I have to watch it for my job. <laughs> for, my so, job, for my podcast yeah i have to watch this for my podcast that's going to come out 10 years after it airs um, uh Tennifer, played by june diane Raphael. um she is married to paul Shear, who was in your favorite episode kaboom oh i oh uh <laughs> i was doing some research while you were yammering on and on uh wow <laughs> about i'm joking about june diane Raphael because i thought maybe Tennifer was also the same person who played Madison in She-Hulk. Madison with oh, two I haven't watched She-Hulk and, yet. and one Y. You won't know. You can't guess where. You haven't watched She-Hulk yet? It's weird. No. Um, but okay. uh, it, they are different people. <laughs> so just if, <laughs> if you're thinking that, they're different. She uh, Madison is played by Patty Guggenheim. <laughs> oh. Um, is in some other things. Uh, she, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she, uh, mm, she, there's nothing here that I would recommend. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Hey, you watched next week's episode, um, already. Yeah. What, oh, man, what is it? Be so good. <laughs> what is it? Well, next week's episode is, uh, I closed all my notes for that. Uh, it is a <laughs> real good one. Uh, it's, uh, What's it? I don't know. The title that I was going to go with is check that accountant crap at the door. Um, and uh, it is about uh, Tom fa- falling in love with a doctor, Ron trying to figure out what to oh, do with yeah. his estate, and Leslie dealing with the recall, but also coming to find out that she has a coworker who tweets mean things about her. So it's a fun episode. Oh, yeah. Gin it so- up. Gin it up. That's the actual title. Yes, sir. That's the actual title. Yep. All right. So is this episode three or episode four for real? For real, it's episode four. Where we are in our system, I have no clue. I think it's episode three for us. I'm just going to have two episode fours. We're just going to go with the... uh... (laughs) Then we can get caught up. Yeah. Then people will be like, what? You did this twice. I'm like, well, it's so good. Four yeah, Jeremy's, we... Jeremy's doesn't count. It's fine. <laughs> <Don't>. uh, I <laughs> watch this. is going to be the, the top downloaded episode of all time. Be, like, people are going to be f- flocking over here. It's like, we love how Jeremy told the story uh-huh. of this episode of Parks and Rec. And then right. I'll be like, so sad. And I'll be like, listen, fake Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never be like that. I would never be like that. So I, should, I hope not. Plus, it's not going to happen anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, there's only well, one way to find out. Come back next week and we'll let you know. Sounds good. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.